Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and this podcast is going to be quite the detour from our regular smart drugs type content. We're going to be talking about herbal birth control. That's right. Perhaps for you, as it was for me, this will be a little bit of a red pill discovery where for your entire life or for as long as you've known about sex, people told you, well, you know, you have sex and you make babies. If you're, if you're using uh, condoms, if you use that, that pull-out method, or if you're uh, using this crazy pharmaceutical birth control solution, that's the only way to prevent babies if you're if you're having sex, right? So use protection, young man or young lady. Well, it turns out that your options are not quite so limited to what was displayed to you in a very awkward sex education (laughs) class that you attended as a teenager. It turns out that there's some there's, there's a lot of other options that are out there. So I'm going to start this one with a personal anecdote, actually. A couple of years ago, when I was living in South America, I faced quite a dilemma in regards to birth control. I was dating this lovely 21-year-old Colombian University student. One night we had a date scheduled and she told me that she was feeling sick so we couldn't go out to a restaurant or whatever we were going to do. So I hopped in a little yellow taxi that drove recklessly through the streets of Medellin to bring her some chocolate. I was a pretty good guy. In a moment that brought me back to high school, we were cuddling on her bed pretending to watch a movie while trysting and listening alertly for her madre's footsteps coming down the hallway to make sure she was being a good Catholic girl. And she nonchalantly mentioned to me that she was feeling sick because she had just started taking the pill. Now, this Colombiana will remain forever young and nubile in my imagination. She was eager to please and would purr like a cat in bed. It was truly glorious making love to her. The prospect of her most intimate embrace without protection was truly tantalizing, but As a biohacker, I knew that the pill was really bad news for women's health. So I found myself in quite a predicament. I did really care for her, and she was a pretty sharp girl who at least pretended to share my passion for all things healthy. So I resolved to talk to her about my reservations about the pill and my willingness to keep using condoms. Ultimately, though, I failed to provide her the emotional roller coaster that the intoxicating women of that country so crave. We stopped seeing each other, and the dilemma resolved itself. 
However, if I had known about herbal birth control and had vitamin B17, I would have had a viable contraceptive option that satisfied both my bioethics and my most primal desires. A dubious contraceptive method. Vitamin B17 and apricot seeds in particular likely prevent pregnancy and can be used for an herbal abortion. Yes, that's a thing. I'll explain. Keep listening. From uh, one of my favorite biohacker books that I read this year, The Tao of Health, Sex, and Longevity. For thousands of years, the young women of Polynesia have enjoyed complete and uninhibited sexual freedom prior to marriage, with no worries about unwanted pregnancy. Their secret is to eat a few handfuls of papaya seeds every day. The active ingredient responsible for their freedom from pregnancy is vitamin B17, more popularly known as laetrile, the controversial drug banned in the United States due to unproven claims that it can help prevent and cure cancer. We certainly wouldn't want them doing that, would we? From the queerly named book, Herbal Abortion, The Fruit of the Tree of Knowledge, quote, if you made love with a man during your fertile time, for example, days 10 to 16 in a 28-day cycle, and you do not wish to be pregnant, here is what you do. After unprotected intercourse on a potentially fertile day, begin eating 5 to 10 apricot kernels three times a day. Continue this until your period comes. This prevents implantation. The same effect can be achieved with high levels of vitamin C in this way. Use more than 10 grams per day. Wow, that's a lot. Okay, so you're like, wait, what? Is this scientifically proven? Not really. However, there's a significant quantity of positive anecdotal evidence and a stark lack of nocebo reports, which you would especially expect for a birth control measure. Let's say that you wear brand X condom, yet somehow you end up impregnating Jill with a Y, who you met at ladies' night at Sky Bar. If that happened while you're wearing brand X condom, you're going to warn everyone you can for the rest of your existence against buying those damn leaky brand x condoms right and that's believe me this this is something that really uh made my biohacker ears perk up and i spent quite a lot of time i'm not going to admit how much time i spent but i spent quite a while searching for an account of someone bemoaning that herbal birth control didn't work from them, which, again, you would really expect it. Anecdotal evidence. Consider that since time immemorial, there's been a significant economic incentive 
for those who work in the world's oldest profession to prevent pregnancy. People have been having sex in exchange for money, well, probably ever since we invented money. So these herbal medicine traditions arise as a result of pragmatism, not mysticism. Anything that didn't actually work surely would not have been passed down through the ages from madame to courtesan to pimp to streetwalker. And I linked to a uh, fun documentary about uh, sex and history, two very intertwined things, as you can imagine. Complementary methods. I foresee myself using herbal birth control in the future when I'm in a relationship where pregnancy is undesirable yet not unacceptable. If I were married or in a serious long-term relationship, I would rather have her using a herbal birth control strategy than the pill, which is going to fundamentally alter her hormones, psychology, and libido. Depending upon which sexpert you listen to, the pull-out method is actually just a little less effective than using condoms. Yes, go and Google that yourself. Go and listen to, read up some blog posts by different sexperts that are out there and the studies that have been done on this seem to show that if condoms are used correctly then they do work you know something like 97 98 percent 95 percent within that range but the issue is that a lot of people are not using condoms correctly. A lot of people are, you know, stumbling into, stumbling home at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. later with a newfound friend and going to the bedroom and in a drunken haze, you know, manipulating and dealing with this, this very essential thing. And they're uh, not using condoms exactly the way that they're supposed to be used. And for incorrect condom usage, the effectiveness of them goes down to like 60-70%, which is the upper end of what the effective contraceptive uh, proportion is for people that are using the pull-out method, that are doing the pull-out method 100% correctly. If a woman uses the birth control pill imperfectly, namely forgetting to take it at the same time every day, its effectiveness in preventing a little bundle of joy nine months later decreases detrimentally. How many stories have you heard of people that had an unexpected pregnancy even while using mainstream birth control? methods. I, I know I have a number of friends that are, you know, younger people that are like, oh yeah, we were using all the birth control methods that uh, you're supposed to use, but we ended up getting pregnant. Anyways, maybe it's even happened to you, dear listener.
So I wouldn't depend upon herbal birth control alone if I was sleeping with someone who I really didn't want to have children with. The amalgamation of the limited science done and the preponderance of the anecdotal accounts online doesn't give me the confidence to bet at least $250,000 and 18 years of my life on birth, on uh, herbal birth control working. So if I was sleeping with someone that I was like, I do not want to have a long-term relationship with you. I don't want to, I, I don't want to have any strings attached to what's going on. That person I would be using condoms with. Herbal birth control methods. Conversely though, given the unreliability of conventional birth control methods, if I were sleeping regularly with someone who I really didn't want to make babies with, I would hedge my bets and supplement the normal contraceptive methods with herbal birth control. Specifically, Californian apricot seeds, which are really affordable. I'd really like to try these. Once I get back stateside, I'm going to order some. They're only 20 bucks for a large package. So Nan Kohler, who was a midwife guru and herbalist, holds apricot kernels in high esteem as a birth control method. She recommends women take five to 10 apricot kernels three times a day from sex until menstruation. Next form, Queen Anne's Lace. And this is also really affordable, 12 bucks. It's also sometimes referred to as wild carrot, but since I'm a geek, I'm going to refer to it acronymically as QAL. And this should be used episodically in increments after sex. I scoured the internet searching for reviews or cases of QAL not working and remarkably I didn't find any. It seems, it seems pretty popular and I didn't find any negative reports. Well, I didn't find any reports of unwanted pregnancy, which is really the important thing, right? Which, again, you would totally expect if it was less effective than mainstream contraceptives. For example, from Sarah G. in Kamloops, British Columbia, Canada, she reported, So grateful for having Queen Anne's lace tincture in my life as a woman who is very conscious about her body, especially my womanly parts. I hadn't found a contraceptive that made me feel good about taking it until I found Queen Anne's Lace Tincture. In the past, the pill had killed my libido. The shot took away my cycle, and an IUD made my uterus scream, No! Queen Anne's Lace Tincture is wonderfully gentle. It helps regulate my cycle. I don't have to take it all the time, and my PMS symptoms are noticeably reduced. And then I also linked to what vegan Ava has to say about it. She did a helpful video blog. Next option is neem oil. This is 16 bucks, and 
So this is a, a spermicidal and fairly effective form of episodic birth control. According to the paper, Neem, a tree for solving global problems. In vitro, in vivo, sorry, there's a difference. In vivo studies in rats, 20 uh, rabbits, 8 rehes monkeys, and human volunteers, 10, proved that neem oil applied intravaginally before sexual intercourse prevented pregnancy. Neem oil has also been found to have anti-implantation abortifacent effects in rat and rabbits if applied intravaginally on day two to day seven of expected pregnancy. One month after the stoppage of neem oil application, there was complete reversibility and fertility in these animals. It had no deleterious effect on the subsequent pregnancies and offspring. It should be noted that this paper and the studies referenced in it are over 20 years old, which kind of affects their credibility. It's not a really great sign. And if you don't like the smell of the oil, there was a, there, there's a great video done by this really sassy woman on YouTube that, uh, talks at length about some of this stuff. And I'll link to her. She had a, a really exotic name. I forget what it was off the top of my head, but I will link to her video. And if you're seriously thinking about using these methods with your partner, you'll probably want to check out her video as well. But I called her in my article in a classy broad. So if you don't like the small V oil like her, then the man can just take the capsule form episodically. So this would be actually a male contraceptive, which is like, wow, a male contraceptive. We've been waiting for science to invent that for like 50 years, right? Well, again, this is something where there's just that one study done in India. There hasn't been a really good modern study done on it, and you're welcome to uh, conspiracy theorize as to why there, as, as to why such a product doesn't exist in our modern world. Moving on, next herbal birth control option is Rewitin. 500 milligrams taken daily after fertilizing intercourse until menstruation begins. From the book Herbal Abortion, quote, Rutin is also known to have the power to prevent pregnancy. In large doses, rutin prolongs the action of the adrenal hormone adrenaline and decreases capillary permeability in the uterine tissues. Decreased capillary permeability in the uterine tissues causes the endometrium to become non-nutritive to the fertilized egg. The egg does not implant and abortion occurs. Next option, papaya seeds. This is the bisexual herbal contraceptive that works for both men and women from the 2011 paper, The Herbal Male 
contraceptives. Even though traditional medicines used as contraceptives have a long history in Africa, very few studies have been conducted to confirm their efficacy as well as establish their mechanisms of action. The effect of Carica papaya seed extract inducing sterility in male rats has been reported in literature and they referred to some other studies reported the contraceptive efficacy of orally administered aqueous extracts of papaya seeds in male albino rats. The extract had a post-testicular action and the effects were reported to be reversible upon withdrawal of treatment. So that's kind of interesting to men, isn't it? Because the, the big dilemma that a lot of men face is they're like, well, I don't want to have kids anytime soon, so I could get the operation to get my tubes tied. But then again, if I keep my tubes tied for whatever the uh, duration is, it might be over five years, between seven to eight years. If you keep them tied, there's that possibility that you might not be able to produce children later. And if you do have aspirations of being a father one day, then that's kind of a it's kind of a big maybe. And so this this meta-analysis is saying that the that the uh, contraceptive effects ceased upon uh, treatment. So that's that's kind of cool, I think. A 2005 Indian study confirmed the reversibility of the effect. Fertility and all other associated changes returned to normal within 45 and 30 days of treatment cessation in the oral and intramuscular groups, respectively. The data revealed that reversible sterility could be induced in male rats by papaya seeds aqueous extract treatment without adverse effects on libido and toxicological profile. So if I had a partner use all of them properly, and as you can see, they're, they're really not very expensive. You could spend, I, I reckon that you could spend like less than a hundred dollars a year and you'd be, you'd be covered. Uh, and if you did that, the cumulative contraceptive effectiveness would be pretty close to a hundred percent, especially if I'm using the much maligned pullout method and I'm using the Taoist semen retention methods, the chances of inadvertently making a little Roseland are virtually nil, right? And they're, they're, I can, I would almost bet money that the uh, contraceptive effectiveness, again, you're never going to get to a hundred percent, but probably going to actually get higher with that combination of natural contraceptive options than using these really hardcore pharmaceutical solutions, right? So what about abortion? Some may be listening to this uh, podcast with a growing ethical discomfort about the idea of aborting a pregnancy 
And the truth is that I identified as a pro-lifer for the longest time. However, upon robust philosophical examination of this issue, I recognize that it's a false dichotomy that you have to be in one of these militantly pro-choice or pro-life camp camps. There's a third and much more scientific and rational approach to this issue that allows us to totally respect women's rights and their bodies while respecting human life. So I believe in women's rights. I believe in the unborn human's rights, but I do not believe in embryonic rights. After eight weeks of gestation, the amorphous combination of the cells transforms into something that has all of the characteristics that we define as human. So heartbeat, brain waves, distinct internal organs, fingers, eyes, etc. So the most ethical public policy would be to give women and parents eight weeks to make their reproductive choice, which is sufficient time for an adult to make a serious life decision. I don't know about you, but I have made plenty of serious life decisions and actually made the right decision in a week or just a matter of days. So eight weeks, eight weeks is plenty. After those eight weeks, what's growing within a woman is objectively a human being and should be treated as such. And this approach accounts for all of the classic pro-choice arguments and is compatible with the herbal birth control strategy that I outlined. So I'd like to also mention here the limitless orgasms protocol. And there's actually a, some of the, the guys listening to this are going to be wondering, be like, okay, so there's some, there's some other options for women. Are there some alternative options for, for men for contraception? Well, yeah. And that's what the limitless orgasms protocol is, is kind of about actually. And it's called tantric semen retention. And it's kind of like no fab, but a lot more fun. And here's how it's described in the Taoism literature. With diligent practice, some men can even learn to approach the very brink of ejaculation and enjoy all the exquisite sensations associated with it without spilling a drop of semen. Men too may experience sequential mini orgasms without actual ejaculation, which dispels the notion that birth control is primarily a female responsibility. So if you're a guy listening to this, you're probably thinking, sign, sign me up, that sounds great. And I've got a link for you to learn a whole lot more about this in a private area of the site. Here's the thing about this that I found kind of eerie when I first started researching it, the tantric semen retention, which is that there's not any, there's not, the, the internet is such an overabundance about information about 
almost everything that you could imagine, right? And a whole lot of things that you can't. Yet, as I, as I looked into this, I couldn't find like a lot of good like free resources, courses, or videos about how to practically do it. I even kind of looked for like paid online courses about tantric semen retention. And I just, I just couldn't find a whole lot. You can go ahead and Google tantric semen retention yourself and you'll actually be fairly underwhelmed by the amount of actionable information on this topic. And here's why. It requires a tantric breathing form that's actually somewhat risky if it's done totally wrong. Apparently, people have actually died attempting this. But I say it's worth the risk. If you're a red-blooded man, I'm sure you've taken a whole lot more, more reckless risks in pursuit of orgasms. So what I'll suggest, if you are a guy, go to the article that's going to be linked below this podcast, and I'm going to have a place there where you can access the Limitless Orgasms protocol that in over 5,000 words. I, I really went in-depth on this, and I did put it in a private area of my website because it wasn't really something that I wanted to speak about publicly. You know, I don't want to bore or disgust the approximately one-third of my audience that is female. But if you are a guy and you are interested in maximizing hedonism and in contraceptives, you're going to want to go and check out this post on the website. And like normal, I have linked to high quality sources of all of the herbal contraceptive options that I've discussed. Legal notices. If you or someone you know developed or created a concept, piece of content, or idea shared on this show, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com so we can mention them in the show notes or provide a backlink. We want to give credit where credit is due. As a listener to the Limitless Mindset podcast, we hope you have and practice common sense. However, since some of the content covered in this show deals with subjects of a health, legal, or business nature, this show is for entertainment purposes. If you need recommendations of doctors, nutritionists, or attorneys to consult before making decisions that may have health or legal repercussions, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com.